welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks so much for listening on whatever platform you are doing so. Uh, we have Alex here on the podcast hey today as well. And then a very special guest, uh, Adam Bry. Or Bree Bry, is that is that right, Adam? Uh, it's Bree. Bree, Adam Bree from Skydio. Uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you are the CEO, correct? Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm one of the co-founders and the CEO of Skydio. Right. Nice. So I have a special guest. It's so so awesome to have you on, Adam. Uh, we're looking forward to getting to know you know you a little bit more in the company, but also talk a little bit about the Skydio and our our uh, uh, the things that we've done with it, but also the things you guys have coming uh, down the pipe as well. So thanks so much for being on. We really appreciate it, my man. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you a lot for, for having me. Awesome. Uh, it's great to be on, and I've enjoyed watching your guys' videos so far. For sure, yeah, and and that was going to be actually my my first initial question um, uh, about uh, you guys over at Skydio and and the things you guys are doing. Uh, have you been a flight test uh, fan, or did you know about us for a, a while before, uh, or is this kind of like a new partnership that that you've seen? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have to say, from from my perspective, it's it's new. There are people on our team who I found about found out about after we launched who have been following you guys pretty adamantly for a while. Um, and our marketing team was was very excited to to get you guys a unit and have you guys involved. Um, and since you launched, like the videos have been watched around the company, like everybody loves them. Nice. <laughs> uh, well, before we get into the details of the video, uh, just quick, real quick, Adam, if you could, uh, maybe for some of our listeners who haven't seen those videos yet or who are unfamiliar with Skydio, tell us a little bit about how your company came to be and what it is you guys are doing as a business. Yeah, so... Uh, I think the origins go back a pretty long way. So I grew up flying radio controlled airplanes, um, which is how I got in drones and engineering. And then I was fortunate to be in grad school around the time that it was first possible to take computers and sensors and put them on basically RC airplanes and and start to write software for them to make them autonomous. Uh, So I met my co-founders when we were grad students at MIT um, and my master's project there was an airplane that could fly itself around in a parking garage. Um, so that started in about 2009 and then finished about 2012. Um, so at the time we were just working on this stuff cause we loved it and it was fun and cool and interesting, uh, to work on. Um, but a lot of what we learned there forms the foundation for what we're doing now, uh, at Skydio. And I think the, the motivation for starting the company was basically looking out, seeing all the cool things that people wanted to do with drones and we're starting to imagine, um, being able to do so, you know, there's obviously amazing consumer video applications. There's also like inspection, mapping, monitoring, security, maybe drone delivery one day. And we just felt like all these things were possible, but they weren't really possible with existing products. And in order to work, we're going to need full autonomy. Like you need to be able to trust the device to fly itself. Uh, And it's stuff that we knew a lot about and we loved working on. uh, And it just seemed like there was a great opportunity to to start a company and start to develop the technology and build products around that. Um, so that's really what got us started. And, and that's essentially what we've been focused on uh, since we started about four years ago. Nice. Very cool. I uh, awesome. just out of curiosity, like when you, we, I think we, we've done two videos with the R1 so far and uh, your first time watching it was, it, was there anything you or maybe any of your colleagues saw us about to try that kind of made it, made you nervous or anything that you you uh, wish we would have done differently? <laughs> no, I think you were, maybe you were trying to make us nervous. I mean, generally, you know, we, <laughs> yeah. we, uh, you know, we, we expect people to like to push it and push it to its limits in the real world. Um, and, you know, 
it has incredibly advanced capabilities, but at the same time, like if you guys have played, if you played with enough, you know it's not perfect and there are ways that you can like trick it um, and get it to misbehave a little bit. So I, I will say that like the thin branches make us nervous. Like we have that in our, our operating guide of like be careful around thin branches because there's just a limit of like what yeah. the camera can see and if they can't <laughs> see it, what they can do. Um, but, you know, we, we expect people to, to stress the system and do crazy stuff with it. So generally, you know, we, we love seeing all this stuff come back. Sure. Yeah. I, I kind I mean, I don't need, know if I did it justice, but I kind of like when we got that thing in, I thought about like what kind of video we should do on it. And I knew that it already existed out there. Like the video, like tested did a great video of just like the technology and the hardware and the tech and like how it all works. And so like the coolest thing about the drone, in my opinion, is like seeing it from a third person perspective, like actually watching the drone fly autonomously the way it does and kind of like my personal reaction when I first saw it and like seeing like, you know, Josh and the other guys when they first saw it, that was kind of what I was going for is more of that just kind of experiential, like experiencing it um, and seeing it from that third person perspective. Because when it when it takes off and, it you know, it starts doing its thing and dodging, it's it's pretty cra- It's unlike anything that I've seen. And I've seen like quite a few uh, pretty awesome RC things over the, over the <laughs> years here at flight test. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest and I'm not just blowing smoke when it said it literally caught us off guard. And even Josh, we were talking about it for days to come. It was just like that experience we had, it had been the first time we had experienced something like that with a, with a new product. Um, I think I said yeah. it somewhere, but like pretty much since like probably the Mavic pro was the last time that something like really blew our doors off like that. Yeah. Well, look, I, I appreciate hearing that. I think it's been, you know, it's been super fun for us developing it over the last few years and seeing the product come to life. And I think for the last, for like the last six months or so before it shipped, like, you know, the thing was basically working and all the pieces were there. Um, and, you know, we were secretive about it. Like we didn't, we didn't announce the product. We didn't, uh, we didn't talk about it publicly, but we sort of had this feeling like inside the company, like we actually get to see the future coming to life. Yeah. Um, to get to like launch it and and have customers um it and playing with it and seeing the videos they can create is is pretty exciting. Oh, very very cool um so what's on the agenda next like any anything that you're able to talk about as far as like future projects i know that i, I saw a couple different places that this is just kind of like uh the beginning for you guys this is just kind of like a taste of like what's to come is there anything that you can kind of expound upon as as far as like what you have planned for the future yeah, well, so I, I think I'm going to have to be sort of disappointingly nonspecific. Of course, of <laughs> course. Sure. Uh, but I say a couple of things. I, I think that um, R1 is primarily like a software-defined product. Um, you know, the hardware is amazing, and the team has done a phenomenal job, like integrating together all the sensors and compute into like a beautiful sleek form factor. Um, but most of how it behaves and what it's capable of is dependent on the software um, and that is getting just rapidly better over time. So uh, the more it flies, the more we test it ourselves, the more data we get, the more we can improve kind of the core navigation capabilities. Uh, and then the SkyDio Autonomy Engine, which is the thing that we call sort of the, you know, all the stuff around perception, mapping, planning, control, is a really powerful platform foundation upon which to build other capabilities. Um, so we will, um, Pretty shortly now, be announcing our first uh, software update, um, which will come over the air for all existing users. Nice. Uh, pretty exciting new capabilities there. Um, you know, in the same vein of of uh, 
what the product is, is capable of today, but uh, I think will be different and cool and unexpected. Very cool. Um, I kind of, we kind of skipped this question, but you said that you grew up like flying drones or flying airplanes and stuff like that. Um, it's typically like our standard question that we start off with and I, I missed it, but how, how'd that all start? How did you get into flying? You said you grew up doing it, but like, what was that first step that you took into the hobby that kind of led you to where you are today? Yeah. So I, I think I got just like the ideal situation where my dad <laughs> had wanted to do it as a kid, but his parents um, wouldn't really support him in it. So he had like a bunch of pent up energy and excitement around RC airplanes uh, and he basically just took it all out on me, which is awesome. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's awesome. really cool. Well, so, I mean, and honestly, that is really the best way to do it is, uh, you know, father, son, um, just, you know, experiencing the hobby, you know, with somebody else is definitely the way to do it. You're going to get a lot farther, a lot faster, um, you know, sharing that experience. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I mean, we, I started flying, I started building stuff, I think when I was like six or seven, and I, I think I started like, flying proper like i think i soloed i don't know if that's still a term but i think i soloed when i was <laughs> uh like 10 years old um, oh wow I, nice i got into um uh, imac competitions i don't know if you guys yeah know. yeah for so, sure yeah so i i flew imac um for like 10 years or so um and wow. took it away. It like fully nerded out we were like traveling around the country competing so, yeah, you got pretty deep into it. That's that's really, really cool. So uh, in your fr- free time, and this is something I can kind of relate to, but like you go to work and you work on flying machines all day. Is there is there any uh, free time hobbying that you do? And if so, like what what are you flying these days? Yeah, I wish like I wish I had better answers to this. So we like <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of people at the company. I mean, unsurprisingly, like Skydio kind of attracts people who are into flight and a lot of people who come from RC backgrounds. Um, so there is a, like a group that flies every week, which I've, I've gone to, uh, some of the time, but unfortunately, I mean, I hate to say this, like I have enough other things going on that I don't have a lot of time for just like recreational flying anymore. Although I did recently buy some hobby king things like a hobby king electric. It's sort of like one of these 40 inch IMAC like thing where it's nice. Very uh, cool like an expert or something, but it actually, it flies pretty well. I can still get out and do some of the old sequences that I used to. Um, yeah. It's like riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I, was, uh, I was visiting my parents. I'm originally from Colorado. I was visiting them a month or so ago and we pulled out uh, like a 50 gas there and flew that around. Which, nice. Uh, brought back a lot of good memories. That's awesome. Yeah. I have yet to, uh, on that on that note of gases, I've yet to fly a gas airplane, uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, getting my first opportunity. Hopefully, with this, uh, I don't know if you've seen some of the content lately, uh, but we just put out the ultra stick gasser, uh, kind of how to break in your engine. So I'm hoping one of these guys here at the shop is going to let me uh, let me put that beast in the air, which will be which will be a lot of fun, I think, in my opinion. <laughs> so. Yeah. Adam, going back to uh, Skydio, as far as like the R one, um, is is consu- is the consumer space what Skydio is mostly interested in, or are you guys hoping to go more commercial, or is it kind of a mix of both? Yeah, so uh, we can share our our general perspective on this, and I think that in the long run, there's going to be a lot of between those two worlds and yeah. you know, it's going to be similar well you already see a lot of this today 
Um, you know, the most popular commercial drones uh, that people are using today are basically like repurposed um, consumer products in, in most cases. Like yeah. you can look at the FAA registrations to do that. Um, and, you know, we think it's going to be similar to other device categories like phones and laptops and tablets where what happens is like the consumer devices just get so good um, that, and so yeah. easy and so versatile that uh, they become the most useful things for most applications. And then you end up with like a sort of software defined experience on top where you can write different applications for different use cases. Um, and I think that drones are going to be similar. So our, our long-term ambition is definitely to be supporting kind of all the, all the applications that are going to have autonomy at the core. And we think that's going to be a lot of stuff. Uh, and we want to kind of provide a, a platform that can be extended. From Very cool. That's a, that's a actually, that's a great answer. Interesting answer. I've yeah. never really thought about it that way, but you know, I think about like my mom uses a MacBook Pro, you know, just the same as I do, you know, or I did uh, to, you know, do my job or, you know, as a graphic designer and stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting the way you compared it to like smartphones, for example, everyone has those now. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're still, we're still very early days on this. And I think not too many people have it. And ultimately, I think it's it's on us and others to build products that are good enough to be out there and used by more and more people. But I think that there's potential for like, uh, much, much broader adoption than we see today. Like the, the typical customer experience with drones, I think, is still people take it out of the box and you could crash it. And, you know, if you know what you're doing, you can do amazing stuff and it is getting easier to get into. Um, but it's still like in a different, uh, still in a different world in terms of like usability. Accessibility. Yeah. And, and, and I will say that like when Alex and I were first opening up the box to check out the Skydio and, and all of that kind of stuff, you know, we, we talk about, you know, you've seen the Mavic, you've seen the Phantom, you've seen all the DJI products that are out there and, and other different uh, manufacturers as well. But really, in my opinion, and because we see them all the time, but in my opinion, the, the Skydio R1, it, it is it is the best uh at, at doing what it does, like when it comes to dodging everything and, and mapping and using the, the, all the sensors on the, on the platform, like we, we obviously took it through its paces and tried to crash this thing into multiple things, but like, we haven't seen that happen in that kind of a form factor ever. And I feel like you guys are really pushing the envelope of kind of being the pioneers for something that could be very great in the industry. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing what you guys have coming down the pipe um, even after this R1 and, and, and beyond. Ooh, yeah, we're, we're excited about it. That's part of like what motivates us as a company. We think that there's just enormous headroom on basically every axis of these products to make them better and more useful for more people. Um, and you know, it's, it's fun stuff to work on and it's fun to get it out there into the world. Uh, just out of curiosity, how how long has Skydio been a company, and, and how big, how many, how many people does it consist of today? Yeah, so uh, we've been around for about four years now. Um, so it started with just three co-founders in a basement for almost a year, um, and then we built a sort of core uh, software team with a little bit of hardware, where we built prototypes with off-the-shelf hardware and sort of proved what was possible. Um, and that to raise the money to go and develop the, the full product. Um, so the team today is about 65 people, uh, which 
feels kind of big in a lot of ways. Like we've grown quickly to get here, but I think relative to the ambition. And yeah. That, that's pretty to, cool. Yeah. It's, it's really only possible to like to, to do all one because we have such um, definitely strong people across everything like hardware, software, manufacturing, marketing, operations. Um, like it's, it's really a, a team effort and we're stretched pretty thin doing it, but, but it, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm I'm sure you're. Sometimes it probably seems like it. The the time has gone really fast, and other times I'm sure it seems like it's been like decades that you've been working together. Yeah, yeah I mean, basically, it seems like it's been forever. <laughs> yeah, well, I can I can relate for like for all eternity. Yeah, I feel like I've been working at flight test for about twenty years now, and it it has it's only been like five, just over five. So I can relate. Yeah, I was just saying, like the, the more stressful conversations happened before we were in the basement because we, you know, we came. Abe and I were working at Google. Things were going pretty well there. Uh, Matt had a great job in a mobile gaming startup, and so I think it took a little bit, like working up the energy to like to leave those jobs to go and and do Skydio. Um, mm. And there's no, uh, you know, I don't think there's like a magic answer there, but I'm generally of the belief that it's like it's it's always worth it to like take these risks and see what's possible and see what you can do and you learn a huge amount along the way and i think we've been uh you know i think that we, we probably exceeded what we thought was possible when we initially set out to do this um but i think that's part of the fun and, and part of the adventure definitely yeah i could imagine that that was pretty nerve-wracking you know having to decide to leave you know you, you know a steady paying job and consistent you know work and uh, you know, going out on a limb. Uh, I, when I when I started working here at Flight Test, we were also in a single car garage, just kind of starting up. Yeah. And I, at the time, I you know I was just a kid. I'm still pretty young, but like at that time, I had just graduated college and hadn't really gotten like too serious of a job yet. So for I mean, even that was difficult for me. So I couldn't even imagine you know being at a place like Google and having that that you know path ahead of you and deciding to see a different path and, and decide to go down there. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's like, I don't know. I think it's the way to do it. It's super fun. You learn a huge amount. Um, I sort of joke on, maybe I shouldn't say this on it, whatever. Like I think Google would be a good place to go to retire, but like if you want an adventure, like, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> that makes sense. Now I think, uh, we were in San Francisco uh, a while back for uh, Flight Fest West or whatever it was, and a couple of the guys got to go uh, hang out with one of our buddies that that works there <clears throat> and uh, tour the facilities and stuff like that. So it's definitely a pretty awesome place uh, as far as to work is concerned. And uh, you know, I, I I do I do give you you get, give you props for for being able to to leave that behind. I uh, I feel like I've only been here for just over three years. And I feel like it's the company is very similar to Skydio flight test is in the fact that, you know, we're growing and, and when they set out to say, Oh, we're going to sell these foam airplanes for free and get free plans online. You know, a lot of the big business people that we were a part of were just like, eh, that's not going to work. You know, that's, that's going to be an awkward situation, but yeah. you know, God's blessed it up to this point and uh, we keep growing and we're growing we're going to get this new location. Like I'm sure that you have heard a, a bit about 
and uh, you know we're looking forward to the future, just like uh, just like you guys are, which is it's really cool, and and it's good to see you guys pushing that envelope and and driving the not only the hobby but the technology forward, because uh, I've always been the belief that if you're not moving forward, you're probably falling backwards, and so that's 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 always been my kind of viewpoint on it. Yeah, I certainly think that's the case with flying stuff today. Like the the pace of progress is is insane. I think it's largely driven by so much unexplored possibility. Right. Um, there's there's so many interesting things coming together. There's just cool stuff to be done in every direction. Yeah. So speaking of that, uh, you guys obviously with the R1, you really focused on autonomy and you know the uh, sense and avoid autonomous flight and stuff like that. Um, is there any other avenues of the drone industry specifically that you think are going to kind of branch out and, and could be like a, I don't know, just like another feature kind of like that autonomous sense and avoid flight that you guys have seen to perfect it. Is there any other areas that have kind of been, uh, unexplored or maybe explored very little that you think have a lot of potential? Um, yeah, I mean, I've, Again, we'll probably have to be sort of frustratingly nonspecific. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think that there's what I would say is that if you look at if you look at something like a I don't know like a seven thirty seven mm-hmm. maybe seven thirty seven is a bad example. Pick the latest thing like a seven eighty seven. Like the level of design optimization that has gone into every aspect of that of that plane and like the evolution from the first flying devices hundred years ago and like the changes in propulsion systems uh, and different vehicle morphologies and control systems getting better. Like, I think that that we're, we're still very close to the beginning is my belief for these small electric flying vehicles. Like it just hasn't been, um, there hasn't been a, a reason until pretty recently to like really optimize and, and design these things for performance and for usability. Uh, but we see a lot of opportunity there. I mean, I think you can sort of look at birds as inspiration for what's possible in terms of like the flight time. Right? Definitely. Uh, I think that the, like the autonomy foundation that we have is like a strong jumping off point to do some other stuff. So I, I can't say like in huge detail what this is going to look like, but I think over the next few years, you'll see some, some pretty different things come from come from skydio awesome well we're looking forward to uh checking them out and hopefully doing some videos on them <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> you guys will be at the top of the list now awesome that's <laughs> good uh, to hear. We, we love that and, and like and it's something cool and and i'll just end with this uh adam that you know you're one of those companies that uh, is, is doing their things right because they're right and you're trying to push the hobby forward and uh, we love to work with those kinds of companies. You know, those, those are the types of companies we we want to be a part of and cooperate with. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to those things coming down the pipe that you guys have. You know, obviously you can't be super specific and that's OK. But uh, but we we would love to help you out in any way possible to kind of push this hobby forward because we, we do. We do want this hobby to, to gain ground, um, you know, not only in the local areas, but, you know, all over the world. Um, and that people can then go and make the memories that they that they need to to enjoy the hobby and uh, yeah. and make lasting memories that uh, that they'll remember forever. So I think you guys are on the on the right track and uh, on a great track to really improve this hobby. So we're looking forward to it. And I, I just want to thank you for uh, for coming on today and uh, talking to us at least a little bit about uh, what you guys have coming out and also about where you guys came from. Um, I think that's truly inspiring for a lot of our listeners to say, listen, 
you can do something that you may not have ever thought was possible before. And, and I think that's pretty cool. So thanks so much for being on and I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, it was great to be on and, and talk to the people who tortured our device on video. <laughs> for sure, man. Well, uh, Alex, once again, also thanks so much for being on my man. Yeah, thank um, you. Uh, and thanks so much to the listeners for listening. We really appreciate you. Uh, without you guys, we wouldn't be doing this podcast or any of our content. Uh, so thank you so much. And uh, if you have not done so already, please uh, consider subscribing. Uh, we have podcasts coming out fairly regularly. Uh, and uh, let us know what you want to hear on the podcast, and we will see you guys next time. Deuces. See you guys.